Hello, everyone, and welcome to Minute 44 of Season 4 of Movie Rob Minute, the daily podcast where we take a hilarious and poignant journey through the 1989 Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan rom-com, One Harry Met Sally, One Minute at a Time. I'm Rob, and joining me on the second day of March is Jess Rogers, uh, formerly a movie blogger. Welcome back to the show, Jess. Thanks for having me, Rob. It's great to be here. Yeah, we've... We've had a, a great conversation all week that I could just say anything to you. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, we're friends. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> so minute 44 begins with Sally joining Harry in a squat and ends with Jess getting ready for another hit as Harry tries to explain. So, you know, Harry looks a little distraught after yesterday's minute where he was talking about the fact that he actually met uh, you know, he was out on a date with somebody who was also studied in a Big Ten school. And he crouches down and starts, you know, pulling the, the carpet a little bit. And Sally joins him and crouches down also and looks at him and says, Harry, I think this takes a long time. It might be months before we're actually able to enjoy going out with somebody new. Yeah. And maybe even longer before we're actually able to go to bed with someone new. Oh, I went to bed with her. <laughs> then Sally looks at him and goes, you went to bed with her? Sure. And then she goes, huh. <laughs> you know, she she's definitely taken by surprise here about this whole thing. Yeah. You know, I love the fact that, that I mean, again, this is just, uh, what is it, 20 seconds, not even 20 seconds of, of this minute. Oh, it's about 20 seconds. And, you know, Sally really thinks she has this whole thing figured out. You know, that, yeah. that there's there's a process and it's going to take a little bit of time and you have to go through, you know, uh, birth pangs of, of, you know, getting back into the dating and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. and Harry just completely blows that out of the water by, you know, by saying, oh, yeah, of course I slept with her. You know, like, why wouldn't I? Right. He, he's more or less like, why wouldn't I? <laughs> yes, you're right. He almost goes that far to say... No, of course I would. Yeah. Like, why would this be a thing? Like, why does, we are on why does it matter? Ages. You know, that type of yeah. thing. And, and he also says it very matter-of-factly. You know, you know, it's like that is, he's basically saying that is what you do when you go out on a date. Yeah, he doesn't even look away. Like, he doesn't look at her to say it. He right. just is still staring straight ahead at yeah. the carpet. Like, he's not, he's not embarrassed it's, about it. And he's, you know, no. that that's what you do. You go out on a date. You meet someone, you have a terrible time, and you go and sleep with them, and then you, you know, go home. And that's it. You find an excuse. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll get there later. Later, I think tomorrow, where he talks about excuses, about how he how he gets out yeah. of there quickly. But you know, uh, I don't know. It it it's sort of painting Harry in a very strange light. That that you know, when 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 we as the viewer hear him say these things, they don't sound surprising. Sally is still surprised by it, which which shocks me, you know, because here she's been spending time with him and, you know, she knows what he was like beforehand and right. she just doesn't expect him to respond in this uh, casual, matter-of-factly way that, yeah, of course I'm, I, yeah. of course I love to her, you know, I had a yeah. terrible time. She didn't talk in, in the restaurant and she didn't like my jokes, but hey, you know, why not? Right. Hmm. Those things aren't required. Exactly. Yeah. You know, as as you you mentioned earlier this week, I mean, he he has a different definition of of what 
what one does on the date <laughs> and what's acceptable yeah. and what's not. You know, and, and right. what's funny is he actually mentioned the fact that this was a horror date for him. Yeah, so that what part of it was the horror? A, <laughs> right. This would have been a wonderfully successful date for Sally if it had gone more or less the same way and ended in this way. Not necessarily, so because if the, guy, if the guy got up and said, I have to, you know, I have to leave early. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. That that's coming. <laughs> yeah, we, we, um, we'll we'll talk about that tomorrow. But but still, it, yeah, it's something that that's uh, you know it 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 shows that that they're still not on the same page. And the movie is very much underlining that their initial premise, right, that men and women can't be friends without wanting to sleep with each other. Right. And so Harry is very much saying. But, Sleeping with someone is not necessarily an indication of liking or not liking correct. them. <laughs> yeah. Right. But this can be part of a dating process. And so if you want to sleep with someone, it can get in the way of being friends. Correct. Correct. And But he's yeah. not looking to be friends with her because she went to a Big Ten uh, college. So, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. So it's pretty different. Yes. In... It's showing how different you're right, Harry and Sally are at this stage. Correct. Yeah, but again, it, it's it, listening to it. It doesn't surprise me that Harry would say something like this. You know that no, that's his not personality. Yeah, and that Sally would be so surprised by it right. that she has a very defined way of being, and it's, I guess, repressed might be one of the ways it's buttoned up. Prim, prim and proper, very maybe. Specific. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. And at least in 87, 89, you didn't do that. Well, Sally didn't. <laughs> Sally didn't. Harry, there you go. Harry apparently did. <laughs> Harry did. Yeah. For sure. Exactly. Different standards. Yes. And the then the shot changes and yeah. we uh we see a uh, machine mechanism and a then we we hear and see at the same time a a ball being shot out of it, right? So first of all, right. it's a great angle that they give us to this. This this is a pitching machine. I don't know if you're a baseball person or not. Um, yeah. but so this is a pitching machine. When okay, a pitching mm-hmm. machine is a machine that automatically pitches a baseball to a batter at different speeds and styles. Most machines are hand fed, but there are some that are automatically uh, f- that have an automatic feed. There are multiple types of pitching machines. You have softball, baseball, youth, adult, and a combination of both softball and baseball. When do you think the machine, the idea of a baseball pitching machine was invented? Mm, I'm going to guess somewhere 1920. 1897. Whoa, okay. That's pretty a, early. A mathematics professor in Princeton named Charles Hinton designed a gunpowder-powered baseball pitching machine for the the university baseball team's batting practice. That's crazy. Um, According to one source, it caused several injuries and may have been in part responsible for them firing Hinton later that year. (laughs) But the, the machine was versatile, and it was capable of throwing various speeds with an adjustable breech size and firing curveballs by the use of two rubber-coated steel fingers at the muzzle of the pitcher. He successfully introduced the machine to the University of Minnesota, where he got a job a few years later uh, to do that. 
Then you have what's known as an arm-type pitching machine that was designed in 1952 by a man named Paul um, that was used on a driving range where you had, it had a metal arm mounted to a large gear. And the, the, this machine simulates the type of motion of an actual pitcher throwing balls with consistent speed and direction. So this is all really cool, the, wow. the, the fact that the, they, they use it a lot in little leagues in order to, to help okay. kids. I mean, I think it would be a little dangerous to use it in little leagues. <laughs> I would but. expect so. I mean, how much can you use it? How, I guess if you can slow it down to where it would be reasonable for a little league batter to hit, that's not a, that's right. not a bad thing. But how slow can you make it and still have a yeah, machine I don't know. do I don't know. it? But the, I mean, the, the, the excuse they use in this article as to why they, they use it much, uh, they use it so much in, in, in little league games is because most pitchers that age, uh, aren't able to, fl- to, to throw strikes. So, you know, to sure. help the, help the ball yeah. get over the plate in the right way. And yeah, it that makes, makes a lot sense. Of sense. But I, I never thought about the fact that, that they've had pitching machines for 125 years, you know. No. That's just, yeah. That's a long time. It really is. And and then the shot changes a little bit, and we see where Harry mm-hmm. and his friend Jess, Jess, is. <laughs> I yeah. didn't know you were in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I had a mustache Ooh, and everything. <laughs> and it starts off with, uh, you know, Harry getting the ball and, and, and hitting it. Now, I I noticed right away that Harry is batting left-handed and Jess is batting right-handed. Mm-hmm. And I was really shocked. Okay. I was starting to say to myself, hmm, I wonder if Billy Crystal is a lefty. And that's why they're doing it. Now, on the commentary, they uh, both Billy Crystal and Rob Reiner mentioned the fact that, that Billy is actually a switch hitter. And they decided because of the shot, ah. it's easier for them to do it this way so that they're back-to-back. And they can, you know, get the whole, yeah. uh, get them both into the shot easily while they're while they're hitting pitches. And Billy refused. Billy Crystal refused to have uh, someone double for him, and wanted to do it himself. And uh, I mean, you, wow. you can see throughout this minute, the two of them are are definitely hitting the balls. You know, uh, yeah. it, it might be special effects. I don't know, but it looks as if they they are doing that. Okay. I, it definitely does, and and missing like appropriately, like when right. Jess okay. turns around mm-hmm. at one point, it it looks like it, it's continuous, right. like they're right. doing it correct. So they are actually yeah. in the Coney Island batting range and go kart city. That's where this is. This was filmed. Oh, nice. Uh, which is uh, between Bowery Street and Coney Island uh, Boardwalk. In I pretty sure it's Brooklyn. Yeah. And the the you know the the two of them are just uh, hitting them out as they they do it. From from what I understand, <laughs> it is no longer uh, in service; that it's closed down, and that there is a roller coaster there in in place of it. You know, Coney Island is known for its roller coasters. It has one of the 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 mm-hmm. the it has the oldest wooden roller coaster in the world that's still in operation from 1927. Yeah, that feels like it's more dangerous than yes. it is an achievement. <laughs> no, but you can say that it's the fact that it's lasted uh was it 96 years 
it yeah. might be dangerous, but it still is an achievement. You know, I don't know how many people, I, I didn't look to how many people have been killed, yeah. you know, while riding the cyclone, <laughs> but, uh, you know. Right. Is it more of a just little train or is it no, still no, no. like a It's a roller coaster. Roller it's a roller coaster. coaster. It's, it, it goes really fast. I mean, I was, last summer when I was visiting the States, I, <laughs> I went to Great Adventure in Jackson, New Jersey, and they also mm-hmm. had a wooden roller coaster that was from, from goes with what you're saying it's scary that you're on it because you don't think it's going to be able to, to stay uh, a, uh not afloat but you know that, that it won't break apart you know that type of thing but uh, uh, apparently it works yeah <laughs> apparently so that's good <laughs> yeah um so yeah, they're 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 in the. I mean, I it was too bad we don't get to see the go go karts. I love go karting, you know. So it'd be a lot mm-hmm. of fun to see them. So the two of them start having this this very interesting conversation, you know, as they are both batting. I mean, we've we met Jess once before in the movie. This is his second appearance. Uh, the last time yeah. they were at the the Giants game, which was which which was filmed at the end of Octo- right. October. You know, so this is probably mid to mm-hmm. late November. So you'd think that that they would be bundled up a little better, yeah. you know, for, for what they're doing here. It varies. You know. Yeah. I mean, they've got True. some layers on. But, yeah. But yeah, it's a warm day. They but I, to I mean, out. first of all, I like the fact that once again, it sounds as if they're picking them up in the middle of a conversation. You know, they, they've been talking yes. and now they're continuing with their conversation. And then we are now privy to hear their conversation. I don't understand this relationship. What do you mean? You enjoy being with her. Yeah. You find her attractive. Yeah. And you're not sleeping with her. No, you're afraid to let yourself be happy. I don't know <laughs> how that really you know, uh, works. <laughs> yeah. And I don't, I don't I know don't, what don't Jess, Jess means, by, what that. means by that. Like, Even though he says, I'm a writer. You know, he said, he said a few weeks ago, I'm a writer. I know dialogue. This is not dialogue. Right. You're afraid to let yourself be happy. <laughs> yeah. Is it like he likes her? He likes being with her? He should start dating her. No, is what Jess maybe is what is, Jess is trying to no, say. Like, you should be sleeping let yourself with her. Be That's what he says. Not dating her. You know, he's so Jess is right. basically saying Jess is basically <laughs> saying that if you're not with sleeping it. with her, you can't be happy. That's what that's what he's saying. Ah, uh, you're right. Yeah, I see that. And then Harry turns to him and says, Why can't you give me credit for this? This is a big thing for me. I never had a relationship with a woman that didn't involve sex. I feel like I'm growing. <laughs> <laughs> and to some extent, yes, from that guy that Sally picked up outside of University of Chicago. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. he is growing as a human. He didn't he probably doesn't spit at the window anymore and there's a lot of good things going for Harry now, but yeah, no, I don't think I don't this think counts so as growing. <laughs> Especially after what's going to happen in a few seconds. <laughs> but no, but the the idea, but the idea that, yeah. that he at least thinks that he's growing also says something. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I agree with that. And it says that he's really rethought that initial premise right. that men and women can't be friends, that he's really willing to come back to this, that I've never tried right. to be friends with a woman that sure. didn't involve sex. Um and that's, I think he does get credit for growing on that. I've never tried before. I'm trying now. Right. This exactly. is worth He's it. saying that, that I want to be friends with her. I don't want to ruin it by 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 bringing in the sex, which is something that right. he has talked about for a decade now. You know, where 
you know, well, you can't have that, but, yeah. you know, but he continues with that. Now, I, I, I just want to mention, we, we talked before about the cyclone. So I, I just, I quickly looked it up and three people have died riding the cyclone. Okay. That's it. And again, the cyclone, the cyclone was, uh, was great. created in 19, was, was built in 1927. The first person to die, at least according to the information I found now, was in 1985. Think about that. That's that's like uh, you know, uh, almost sixty years, right? Almost sixty years. And, and apparently, what happened was is a man stood up in the middle and hit his head on a crossbeam. You know, so that that's like a Darwin Award type of thing. You know. Yeah, I was gonna say that's a Darwin moment. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. <laughs> and then three years later, in in 1988, a 26 year old maintenance worker fell. While he was, you know, while he was fixing something, he was the only passenger and was okay, riding. Really he was the... riding in the back seat during his lunch break. Apparently, avoiding the safety bar, he was seen standing up in the train before it's descent down the first hill. He fell thirty feet, landing on a crossbeam in a lower section of the track. Again, not the fault of the wood. No, not at all. And the third one was a a man, a fifty three year old man, suffered several crushed vertebrae in his neck while riding the cyclone on July 31st, 2007. Wow, again, not a hazardous place. Just he wasn't someone who should probably be riding a, right. any probably, roller coaster. He probably already had some issues or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. So in 1975, someone broke a record that he, a man named Michael Boodley, who rode the the, the cyclone for 1,001 times over a 45-hour period. Yeah. Two years later, someone broke his record. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't take that long. Yeah. <laughs> That's just amazing the number of times someone can, uh, you know, the, the, the person who broke the record did it for 104 hours. Whoa. Yeah. And then 20 years later. That, that's intense. And then, uh, sorry, 30 years later, this guy broke his own record. And then he rode for 405 hours and 40 minutes, and and got he has the record for the longest roller coaster marathon. Actually, that wasn't in Coney Island. He did that in in England, but still. Okay. That's just so, yeah. That that's just wow. Yeah. <laughs> right. So back to Harry and Sally, <laughs> or back to Harry and Jess. Yes. <laughs> back to Harry and Jess. So. Yeah. First of all, I love, again, it goes back to what we were saying earlier this week. I love that they're having this conversation while they're doing something else. You know, it's it's a yeah. great back and forth between the two of them. They're both paying attention both to the conversation and to their batting stances. You know, it, it definitely looks, Absolutely. It looks as if they both are making contact every single time. Again, it might yeah. be special effects. But it might with Billy Crystal, I would assume it's not. I mean, I'm right. I'm. I I agree. One of one of uh, Billy Crystal has directed a few movies, but one of them is is a movie known as Sixty One. Mm-hmm. It's a great yeah. movie. And he directed that, and that's one of the first times in a movie where you get actual shots of home runs without a cut. Oh wow! And it's because Billy Crystal himself, you know, is a big baseball fan, and uh, yeah, <laughs> huge. Um, one one of the things that I really like about sort of the juxtaposition of Sally and Harry addressing his um, living situation, and then Jess and um, Harry discussing Sally hitting baseballs <laughs> and talking. Yeah, 
um, Jez and Ari hitting baseballs is, can you imagine if, if they're just supposed to be friends and these are what friends do, can you imagine switching those roles so that we had the same conversations, but it's Jess and Harry doing his rugs wow. and then Sally and Harry hitting baseballs, no. like the way having to see one and then the other, it's this weird, subtle gender norming that was going on in this, like Sally's doing the domestic thing with him. And that's why you need Gmail friends. And male friends, you do these athletic things together. Right. And I never I never would have picked up on it if we weren't watching them so closely like this. But it is part of what's going on right. here. Interesting. Yeah, I but can't imagine I can't imagine Sally in a batting cage. Yeah, exactly. Like then it would be very much a Harry teaching Sally something and how to do this thing as opposed to just two guys doing this thing they do together. Right. For sure. But um, it was an interesting, it it struck me watching it this time that you're getting this sort of subtle gender norming going on. That's really cool. I never, I never (laughs) thought about that. And that's great. That's great. Thank you for that. (laughs) It it would be weird if you saw them switch. Yes, for sure. (laughs) And, and then, um, you know, as Harry is talking about the fact that he's growing. So we, we see a little kid behind him. Um, who's who's standing there watching him the whole time, and then the kid goes, yeah. "Are you finished?" And then Harry turns and goes, "Hey, I got a whole stack of quarters, and I was here first. We're not was too big jerk, little creep." So it's it, it, it's it's a great thing to just add in here after he says, "I'm growing," you know. Of course. Um, so that that kid is played by an uh, a young actor, a nine year old. His his uh, role in the movie is known as nine year old kid David uh, Burdick, uh, who only has four IMDb credits. Uh, so okay. he wasn't in very many movies. I was I I had assumed incorrectly that he must have been like the child of someone on the set, but but apparently he right. wasn't because I wasn't able to or I wasn't able to find that information out if it was. Right. Yeah. Um, and then Harry tur- turns back to Jess and they continue talking. And he goes, where was I? <laughs> and Jess turns to him and says, you were growing. He goes, yeah. <laughs> it's very freeing. I can say anything to her. So, you know, yeah. it's it's also interesting because, you know, Harry and Sally have been hanging out now for a few weeks at least. And this is the first time that he's mentioning this to Jess. Right. You know, so in this right. way. So as as close friends as they are, you know, Jess isn't aware of the fact that that this is something that is going on with Harry. You know, cuz cuz otherwise if he would have been yeah. interested before, if if Harry would have mentioned it and Jess would have wanted to know, okay, what's the story? He wouldn't have waited till now. Right. I hadn't thought about that, but yeah, he is not exactly keeping a secret, but yeah. it, Keeping right. something he's, private. He's more than keeping it private. He's 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 not bringing it up. Yeah. Because he doesn't know how Jess will react to such a conversation. Right. Like, why aren't to you dating her? Why aren't you sleeping with her? Right. Yeah. Well, that's what he says now. Yeah. <laughs> so Harry's been avoiding that until you know. Okay. Well, all right. Let's go. Let's go back. Right. <laughs> you know. Then, <laughs> then we'll figure that. Yeah. Out. Exactly. Right. And and that's pretty much uh, how this minute ends. Yep. Did you have anything else you wanted to say about this minute before we get into the script? I only found, other than it's a perfect transition to 
I was growing not so much moment. The thing with the kid is weird. Yeah. It's it's like yeah. unnecessary if the goal is just the conversation. But because this movie is at heart a comedy, like it's really taking these moments and turning their um, ideas around all the way through, like taking something serious, then you got to mm-hmm. counter it with something not serious to bring it back around. And right. I found the moment with the kid a little odd, but I think it's necessary for the storytelling. Right. I mean, I think it's odd because you're thinking to yourself, okay, they're in a batting cage. Um, Harry is in lane two. Uh, Jess is in lane three. There's another guy in lane four. Sure. We don't know how many lanes there are here, but why is this kid uh, angry at Harry? Right. Like why as that opposed one to too? Saying something, as opposed to saying something to Jess or saying something to somebody else. Like why, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how, uh, I, I assume it's first come first serve sure. here. That's the way it sounds. You know, and the fact that Harry says he's got a, a whole stack of quarters, right? You know, because you put it in the machine, and and that's where the yeah, you just play your the, video the, games, the balls come out of, and that's yeah. it. Exactly. <laughs> that was so. the only thing. There's some inconsistencies there that it felt like it's only there to feed the dialogue, as opposed yeah. to logic. Okay, that's fair. So the script has a few uh, uh, differences here. Mm-hmm. So um, when Sally says to Harry, and maybe even longer before we'll be able to go to bed with somebody new, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, uh, Harry says, well, I did go to bed with her. And in the movie, he he says, uh, oh, I went to bed with her. So the difference is the O and the well. Yeah. But the O, the o makes it sound as if it's an addendum. Mm-hmm. I forgot to mention that. Right. You know, that type of thing. And well was like, you know, it sounds more boasting. So even that one word difference, I think, makes a little difference there. I think so. And then Sally says to him, you went to bed with her? And he goes, yeah. And she says, oh. And then they have one more line for Harry that says, is this too green? You know, looking at the carpet. Oh, interesting. <laughs> and I kind of like they, that. But then it does yeah, tie them to having a green carpet. Yeah. And then they cut they cut that out, though. Yeah. So, yeah. Then the script also says that they, they're in bedding, a batting cage in Queens, mm-hmm. not in Coney Island. Uh, again, okay. doesn't make a difference. No. It just happens to be where they found to to do it. Yeah. And then uh, Jess, before he says, you're afraid to let yourself be happy, he says, what are you afraid of? Oh, that might have made that line make more sense. Yes, exactly. And then the only other slight difference is that it has, there's two kids that are waiting for the batting cages, <laughs> not just one. Okay, that would almost make more sense, too, if they're both bothering Jess and Harry. No, it's just it just says that there are two kids there. Only one of them okay. talks. The, the only one of them talks. Gotcha. But the the fact that there are two kids are you know the kid looks as if he's there by himself. Gotcha. Yeah, he does. So yeah, it's a little strange. So every Thursday we have a segment called Off the Beaten Track, a dating courting edition, where my guest will give a little story about something that happened to them over the course of their life. Could be an adventure, misadventure, anecdote, story, something. That's related to dating or courting. So, Jess, you have another story for us? I do. I figured since I gave you my rejected story, I would give you my proposal story as well. So, um, my partner and I have lived together for just over a year at that point, And I was sort of edging for, are we going to take the next step? What's going on? And he's like, yeah, probably. And so I had no idea any of this was going on, more or less. 
I'd kind of given him till the end of the summer to figure it out one way or the other. Like we need to decide. And I had to get my tires changed. It was just a random Wednesday in July. And they, the tire people called and were like, oh, we won't have your tires ready till tomorrow. Is that okay? And I was like, sure, no problem. And my partner says, oh, but I had promised our friend Richard that he could borrow my folding table. And I was like, oh, okay, well, we'll just drive it over. No big deal. We'll drive up because he lives near where the tires were being dropped off. And I was ragging him. I'm like, what does Richard want the table for? And my partner's like, I, I don't know. I didn't ask. And it's like, ah, oh, you're such a boy. You don't even ask <laughs> questions. I need the details here. Are we not invited to some party I don't know about? And so it's hot as blazes. And we put the table in the car, drive it over. I text Richard saying we're on our way with the table. And we get there. My partner asks if I, I'll help carry, help him carry the table to the backyard. And it's like, okay, I guess it's hot. Sure. Um, sure. Okay. We'll carry it to the backyard. We put it down. I'm like, should we go get Richard just to let him know we're here? And I turn around and he's on one knee. And I was like, oh my God, I freaked out. Oh my God, what's going on? And he said, do you remember, do you know where we are? And it's like, well, yeah, we're in Richard's backyard. He's like where we first met. Oh, wow. And I know <laughs> where we first met at a work party. And then he had a ring and said, will you marry me? And he knew all of the, the whole thing. Like he knew I was going to text Richard. So Richard had been told that we were coming with a table and to just say, sure. So he knew he had planned the whole thing. But the fact that the tires weren't going to happen didn't throw him off. He's just like, okay, I'm going to bring this table to Richard's and get wow. there. And it all worked out. That's great. So it was that's really sweet. I like it. I like it. Thanks. I, I'm, I'm glad that you like yeah. it more than I like it, but that's fine. That's the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. <laughs> so you want to once again, tell people how they can get in touch with you. They can find me on Twitter um, at in underscore entertain. It's a throwback to my blog insight into entertainment. So. That's why it's a weird name that has nothing to do with my name. <laughs> but yeah, it's listed as Dr. Jess Rogers. Okay. And finding me is very simple. Just do a quick search for Movie Around Minute. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter. Or you can go directly to my website, moviearoundminute.com. So, Jess, you feel like coming back again tomorrow to finish off the week? Oh, we got to wrap this up. Yeah. Because, you know, it, it, we just, I don't have to lie. So it's great. <laughs> yeah. We can be truthful right. with each other. <laughs> I'll give you the woman's right. point of view. Sounds good. All right. So until tomorrow, I'll have what she's having. I'll have what she's having. Give me a thrill with all your faults. I love you still. It had to be you. Wonderful you. Had to be you. <laughs> <laughs>